0: I've got a question for you, and it's a good one. Is it possible to fall in love kind of like instantly and have this just fabulous relationship that lasts for about three months, and then it just goes away, and then you go years thinking about her? And when I'm not talking five years. I'm not talking 10 years. I'm talking 50 years. 50 years, no contact whatsoever at all. Zero contact, no idea where she's at, what she's doing, who she's married to. You get married, you get married once, you get married twice, you get married three times. All of them fail. But through this whole process of having three marriages, and going through life, and, and children, and, and business, and career, always in the back of your mind, always in the back of your mind, you have this one little thing that just keeps popping up. And that was that one incredible moment where you fell in love instantly. Yeah, it 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 happened to me. I'm I'm just going to tell you, you know, this isn't a story about anybody else. It's a story about me. I've, it happened to me. I'm going to change the names. Well, I'm going to change one of the names. But I have a friend, her real name, Jennifer Cross, who I went to school with. I mean, we were, you know, some eighth grade. We were good friends. Still are, by the way. You know, that was a long time ago. We're still good friends. We have together. We're, we're just good friends. And uh, she called me up at my house. I was living at home with mom and dad and my sister and our dog. And she said, I'm going to be at Clearwater Beach, and I think you should ride your motorcycle out there and see us. I said, okay. And she thought, here's what she thought. She thought that I had the hots— for a girl named Kathy Kiernan, real name. That's that's what Jennifer thought, and I said, "Okay." She goes, "Kathy's going to be in the car." I said, "Okay, that's nice," but you know, I just decided it was a summer night. You know, it was a balmy summer night, and I drove out to Clearwater Beach, and right there at Pier sixty, right there in her usual parking spot, was Jennifer, and I got off my motorcycle. And I, you know, I'm talking to Jennifer and I look at Kathy and I say, hi, Kathy, how are you? You And and then over on the other side of the back seat was this girl, not a real name, we'll call her Patricia. Was Patricia. Now, I'd had my eyes on Patricia from a distance. Eh, I thought I was totally out of her league. Yeah, I, I really did. I thought I was totally out of her league. You know, I'm losing status at the high school. I thought I was totally out of this girl's league in high school. We were in choir together. I was a tenor. She was an alto. So she sat kind of right across from me in the chairs where we would all sing. And I would look at her, and I would look at these incredible eyes of hers. But again, totally out of my league. You know, that's nice. Lots of girls were totally out of my league. And what the hell does that mean? But anyway, one day... We were out of the choir room, and we were on the stage, and I walked up to her, and I just, I just took all this nerve that I had. I walked up to her, and I gently touched her hand. I think I may have held on to like two or three fingers, and I looked at her in her eyes. I stared right into her eyes, and I said, oh, you idiot, you, you, you idiot, you, you have gone where you should not have gone. This girl is totally out of your league. She wants nothing to do with you. So I just said, bye-bye, and went about my business. Well, then there's that night at Clearwater Beach. Long time after that, you know, I don't know how long. Maybe a year, I don't know. But Patricia's in the back seat of the car, and I'm talking to Jennifer, and I'm talking to Kathy, and, and I forget who else was in the car. There was somebody in the front seat of the car, uh, but I, and I, I for, totally forgot who it was. And I looked at Patricia, and again, totally out of my league, but you know what I had? I had nerves of steel. I said, would you like to run down to the beach with me? And she said, to my surprise, to my total and complete, utter surprise, she said yes. And she had to climb over Kathy Karenan to get out of the car because it was a, Two-door Thunderbird. Oh, beautiful car. But she had to climb over Kathy Kiernan. And Jennifer's looking at her climbing over Kathy Kiernan. And she's and Jennifer's thinking, uh, Michael, you're supposed to be here going after Kathy Kiernan. But I wasn't. I was going after Patricia. And I could not believe that she said yes. And I took her hand. And we literally ran down the side of Pier 60. And... I got to tell you, it was a moonlit night. There were lights coming off of the pier. The wind was gently, you know, blowing. And I looked at her and she looked at me and I held both of her hands. We were right in front of each other. And I have no idea how I got the nerve to do this. I have To this day, I have absolutely no idea how I got the nerve to do this. But I looked in those beautiful eyes of hers and I said, may I kiss you? And I, at this point, you know, the back of my brain, my brain works like 9 million miles an hour. And I'm thinking she's going to say, what the hell are you talking about? And she just looks at me and she said, absolutely. And I wrapped my arms around her and I planted the best kiss I've ever given. Not that I'd given a lot of kisses, but I made sure that it was the best damn kiss I'd ever given to anyone right there on her lips right there at Clearwater Beach, right there next to Pier 60, right there under the moon and in front of God and everybody. I'm giving Patricia this incredible kiss. At which point, there was all these little flutters going on in my heart, and I'm looking at her, and you know what? I could see her heart, man. I could see them fluttering. I could see the fluttering coming out of her, and I grabbed her hand. I said, we got to get back to Jennifer, and we ran back to Jennifer. And she climbed over Kathy and again and got in the back seat, but she would not take her eyes off me and I would not take my eyes off of her. But I had to go and they had to go because it was a school night and you know that sort of thing. And so I got on my Honda 160 motorcycle and rode away, absolutely falling in love. Now the rest I'm not going to bore you with. I'm I'll just briefly say We had a three-month, tumultuous, absolutely incredible relationship that, because of me, because I'm a dumbass, ended, and it ended very badly, and I was not a nice person. I was a bad person. It's all my fault. I'm taking totally responsibility, and I knew this. I knew this. I absolutely knew this to be true, and she went off. To find her life and I went off to establish mine. And we never saw each other again. Now sometimes, I mean, I always try to keep track of her. I really did. I guess that was called stalking, but she was doing the same damn thing to me. Okay, she would be in a relationship with somebody, but she's keeping her eye on me. She lived in, I don't know, you know, Kentucky or some Tennessee, some damn place. And she's keeping track of me. She lived in Chicago. We made a phone call when when she lived in Chicago. And I sat in my parents' garage and talked to her for like an hour. This was like years later. But again, we never saw each other. Ever again. After that. Then she just disappeared off the face of the earth. She heard me doing radio. Okay? As a matter of fact, I did a pub... I did a... God, this is sick. I did a personal appearance at the nursery when I was doing gardening radio. I did a nationally syndicated gardening show. I did a personal appearance at the garden center where her husband worked. I did not know this. This all came to me later. It's now 2023. Those events happened much um, a lot more than 50 years ago. Yet still, yet still, right there in my little heart, I'm looking at it, right there, there are flutters. She was the one. I blew it. I totally blew it. But she was the one. And am I sad about that? Yes. But here's what I am mostly about that. Mostly about that, I'm so grateful that I was lucky enough to look into the eyes of this absolutely stunning woman who was way out of my league have her look back in my eyes and we connected and we fell in love and we were young and i have those memories that i will take with me forever wow that ever happened to you like, most people are smarter than me. They find that one, they fall in love, and they're together forever. I got a lot of friends that I went to high school with that have been married for... I, I know one guy, Rick Allen is his name. He's hidden 50 years of being married to this beautiful, wonderful woman because he fell in love, and he was smarter than me. My brother's been married for 50 years. He fell in love with his wife, and he's smarter than me. He hung on. He did the work. I just have these absolutely wonderful memories and gratitude. We'll see you tomorrow.